And we're back. Yes, sir. <clears throat> it's been a while. About a week, maybe a little bit. A little bit more, maybe, maybe. And that's fine because nothing about this podcast is going to be consistent. Whatever, yeah. you know, our schedules just don't line up. It's hard, you know, to, to link up to get, to get content out there. So we just do what we can. We're, do, we're trying our best, guys. It's not for lack of news for this week, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, we got a hell of a show for you, though. I will say I spent some time, you know, marking up some of the hot topics that we can talk about today, and I came up with a whole fucking page full. So we're going to be here a while, but it's going to be fun. So let's get, let's get her going, unless you have any opening comments for us. Uh, nah, let's do like Will Smith and slap this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> My God, when you sent me that, I almost fell off my chair. Oh, dude, and I love John uh, uh, John Boy, mm-hmm. the media. He does some great baseball videos, like really? fights. Like when coaches get ejected, he reads yeah. their lips for what they're saying. Oh, it's great. You'll love that. his content if you check out his page. What's it called, John Boy? Uh, yeah, just that link I sent you, that's it. Just check out his page. Jim okay. Boy, John Boy. All right, I'll check it out. All right, boys, and maybe a couple girls. We don't know how our audience has grown. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. We so, have a lot of content for you today. So but you anyways, what's up? You want to start off with wide receivers in general? Uh, yeah, so, so I was thinking since our last episode was football, we start with football and then kind of get into NBA and then MLB. Yeah. As far as the football world, there's just so much, like half of the stuff we have to talk about because of how crazy it's been. And we still have to do a whole episode on our uh, NFC uh, free agency overview at some point. But I don't know. I got a little bored with the AFC one, so I didn't want to do those back to back. I mean, that was like a, what, a fucking four hour video. It was so like miserable trying to get through though because we were like analyzing each individual team and and there was other shit going on like it's like we we didn't just yeah. cover the hot topics we were kind of like scripting it a little bit so i like it this way a little bit better where we just come up with random shit to talk about and then just yeah. dive into it and see where it goes and just put out good quality conversation good quality content kind of like we would do off the mic you know yeah so as far as that goes the first thing I put on here, because it's the fucking elephant in the room, bro. It's Tyreek Hill. It's the trade Tyreek Hill sent from the Kansas City Chiefs to the Miami Dolphins for five picks. Let's go. That's bigger than Devontae mm-hmm. Adams got. Mm-hmm. But I think Devontae got more money, right? Uh... Are they both 30? I think. You need to look it up because I want to know now. I know it's comparable. All right, so, all right, so while that's going on, uh, tell me uh, how. <clears throat> now that we have these two wide receivers, uh, deals. It changes everything for the free agent market. All right, so how how bad does that make the Cowboys look for the Amari Cooper? Well, so, so, well, first point, obviously, we have to discuss is that it's changed everything for wide receivers and how they're valued in today's NFL. They've never made this much money. Let me just say that. They, wide receivers have never been paid this much. Like, yeah, Tyreek Hill signed a four-year, $120 million. That's $30 million a year. 
Oh Devonte Adams signed a five-year, one hundred and forty million. Sixty-five so guaranteed on Devontae's. But how 72. much a year is Devontae's? Huh? How much a year is Devontae's? Uh, I'd have to get the calculator out. Hey, hey, hey. Calculator. Okay, so let's see here. One hundred and forty divided by five, about twenty-eight. So they're okay. right around thirty. So, so technically, Tyreek makes more. Well, hold up. There's a signing, uh, signing bonus for nineteen point two for Devonte. Oh my god. Hill had a twenty-five point five million dollar signing bonus. Dude, yeah, Tyreek's the highest paid receiver in the league. I don't think he's worth it. At the age honest. of, hold up. Twenty-eight. Okay, so he's still got like maybe two years. Dude, but here's the thing. There's a reason that the Chiefs got rid of him. They were trying to sign Tyreek Hill. People were making it seem like the Chiefs didn't want him, that they didn't value him. Tyreek Hill isn't worth $30 million a year. They were just being reasonable. No, not when you could draft uh, Jamar Chase, uh, Jalen Waddle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, The one in uh, the Eagles. Uh, Devontae Smith. Yeah, Devontae Smith. Not like, when there's a Drake London in this year's draft. Not when there's a freaking yeah. Wilson. That just shows how desperate Ohio State, like how desperate the Finns were. With the Raiders, I feel like they're just trying to like the only player they got out of that Mac trade for all those draft picks was your Crosby. boy Kaminsky. Crosby. Crosby. Yeah. Like that ain't too. That ain't looking too good. They're trying to make up for like you know, and the rugs, you know, that whole tragedy. Um, they're just trying to Park make up because of criminals, and now they're just trying to get their. Shit. <laughs> See what? the meme? It's like welcome to uh, Vegas, Devontae. If you don't have a parole probation <laughs> officer, one will be provided. <laughs> Bro, I love it though. I love the move, and we'll talk about that soon. But like more on Tyreek Hill, I just feel so, like the Chiefs. You- listen, so here's the difference. The Chiefs are a winning football team, am I wrong? And the Dolphins are a desperate football team. That's the difference. Well, the Chiefs knew what Tyreek was worth. They knew what he was asking for was ridiculously too much. And they were willing to part but, ways for you know five what? draft picks. The Chiefs won that trade. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Especially with the Teron Armstead signing. Yeah. You know what that means, right? Because right now they're not paying their quarterback nothing. And they're not going to pay him. They might pick up his fifth round option. They'll do the same as Baker, dude. They're trying to. They're, what what I saw was that they're comparing Tua to like a Josh Allen right now, whereas he's still on the first few years of his deal, where he's not making a ton of salary. So they have the ability to go get him a Stephon Diggs, being Tyreek Hill. They have the ability to fix the O line, get him the best, one of the best tackles in the game in Teron Armstead. Yeah, but by the time Armstead and Hill's contract really kicks in. They're not going to have money to give him, uh, like, $30 million a year. Who, Tua? Yeah. Well, it proves that they're not necessarily seeing a long-term thing with Tua. It exactly. It proves that they're probably going to draft another quarterback, which I can see that. Mm-hmm. So. Not anytime soon. They're going to let it, let, you know, they'll do they'll do him like they did Baker. Fifth-year option shit, yeah. 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 I mean, I see it. But I just, I think the Dolphins are more of a pretender than people think. Like, you don't mm-hmm. just sign Teron Armstead and trade for Tyreek Hill and automatically become a contender. They weren't a contender last year, and they had one of the best coaches in the league in Brian Flores. They're sure as fuck not going to do any better this year now that they don't have Brian Flores. They added one fucking receiver and slightly improved their O-line. Yeah. 
Agreed. Like they're not a, they're not a playoff team. And As they got a deep threat wide receiver. They're not a playoff team. They got a deep threat wide receiver. Tua can't throw over like sixty five yards, yo. I just don't see it working out. I think Tyree Hill is going to have a his worst season in 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 Miami. They're going to try to get him, force him the ball. Tua's going to turn the ball over. I just, it's a completely different situation. You don't have Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes made Tyreek Hill. I will tell you that right now. Well, they're trying to do with with Hill what they did with Waddle all year. He had like the rookie receptions, whatever. Waddle was amazing last year, yeah. Yeah, but it was all dink and duck. It was all like wide receiver screens. Yeah, they're going to try to do that with Hill and Waddle. But you know where Hill makes his money is the deep ball, and they're not going to do that. That's where he makes his money. Yeah, Tua can't throw those bombs like Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to do it. It's it, it, Tyree Kill is making the money he's making right now. He can go to Patrick Mahomes' house and kiss him because Patrick Mahomes is the reason Tyree got paid. Yes, Tyreek, and, Tyreek Andy Reed. and Andy Reid. And Andy Reid. He wasn't playing with fucking Patrick Mahomes. I'll tell you that. And Andy Reid. Andy yeah, Reid's scheme. Just the system in general is a winning football system that makes the players play to their best of their abilities and takes advantage of all mm-hmm. their strengths. And, and limits their weaknesses. Tyreek Hill does have holes in his game. Devontae Adams does not. Tyreek Hill has holes in his game. He, yes, there he are does. things that he can't do. Mm-hmm. So when you put him in Miami, I'm telling you right now, those weaknesses are going to come to light. And I honestly believe they were better off making Jalen Waddle their number one receiver and using the shit out of Jalen Waddle. Now you throw Tyreek in there. Now you're going to have a situation like the Browns had where Jalen Waddle is going to be the one open. They're going to force feed Tyreek Hill because he's the $30 million receiver. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, Jalen Waddle's going to want traded. So they're not going to have the, the duo that they think they have, like the Browns thought when they had uh, Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. I just think it's not going to work and, out. And they way overpaid for Austin Hooper, and they did not utilize him at all. Mm-hmm. So what's mm-hmm. that do for Gusecki? Is Gusecki going to like not be fantasy gold anymore? Um, and that's another good point. Gusecki's value is hurting now. Mm-hmm. And Chase Edmonds is a running back that is better at receiving than he is rushing the ball. So he's a yeah. guy to throw the ball to. Where are all these targets coming from, Tua? Where are all these targets? Are they, they going to pass 56 Hill? times a game? They're going to pass 56, 60 times a game, except everything's like a two-yard, five-yard pass or a it's, bubble screen? It's going to look like a fucking college offense, dude. Like, yeah. I'm, I, it's going to be impossible to watch, bro. Like, they're going to have to bank on clock management and just, like, dink and dunk down the In field. Miami, where it rains a lot. Mm-hmm. Dude, I just don't like the move. I really don't. I really don't. I think Tyreek Hill would have been better off just staying in Kansas City and taking a little bit less money and continue to make Tap Patrick yeah. Mahomes look like he's. I a think top I think Andy's tired of this. Um, mm-hmm. like Patrick Mahomes like a hundred has a hundred and four quarterback rating when Tyreek's mm-hmm. not playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick will be fine. I mean, oh, I yeah. think. And that's the thing. Maybe maybe like what we saw the meltdown against mm-hmm. uh the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Twice at mm-hmm. the end of the season mm-hmm. was what Tyre is is the holes in Tyreek's game. Yep. Like the year before that, they had uh Watkins mm-hmm. to fill in. Sammy for Watkins. That. Yeah, yeah, Sammy Watkins to fill in. They've had like nobody but Tyreek last year. They try to say Nicole Hardman and Byron Pringle, but like in reality, are they really that? Those are no names. Those are no names. Yeah. Yeah. Those are like second, third, like third, fourth string. Like, come yep. on. Yep. 100%. 100%. Like you, you, you saw the offense at his prime when you had, uh, Watson. I mean, um, I just said his name, damn it. When you had Hill and uh, Watkins, Watkins, yeah, Sammy Watkins, yeah, Watkins. You gotta like, love Sammy Watkins. Oh yeah, Sammy Watkins is great. 
He he does all the things that Tyreek can't do really well. And he played really good in that offense when he was healthy. Oh yeah, absolutely. He fit perfectly. He's but not like, the, what does Kansas City even do? Didn't they just sign Marquez Valdez Scantling and then Juju Smith Schuster before that? Yeah. So I mean, in reality, that's a really dumb signing for Juju to yes. go there. Yeah. And now, now do you now let me make a point, and you can agree or disagree, and then we'll see. Um, the Chiefs have the worst arsenal of weapons they've had since Patrick Mahomes has been in Kansas City. Uh, yeah, since Alex Smith has been there. Shit. Okay, perfect. As long as we agree on that, I think that the Chiefs, personally... But they have so many draft picks now. It's yes. like they were the only team in the top four to have a first-round pick. No, there were two. Cincinnati and uh, the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Ray, uh, Rams traded everything away. I saw that. Yep. Who's the other fourth? Um, what were we talking about? AFC oh. Championship... Was blah, blah, blah. NFC was uh yeah so the AFC was the Chiefs and the Bengals and then the NFC was the Rams and the um 49ers yeah they traded all their picks away and the Rams traded all their picks away so Chiefs and Bengals are the only team in the top four to have a first round pick right so uh as far as that goes so let, let let's keep talking plus they acquired a shitload of picks from correct. the Hill trade correct the Chiefs are replenishing their stock do you realize how deep the wide receiver class is this year. Oh, yeah. They get any of them. They can grab three. They can grab three. They can grab two or three. Yeah. Fuck it. Throw them in with Juju. Throw them in with Valdez Scantling. You grab three. One of them's got a hit, right? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) in reality, Tyreek Hill is more of a guy that you can replace than people realize. Oh, yeah. He brings that deep element to the game. He does expand the offense. uh, Diggs is better, I think. Yeah, he is. 100% agree. Yeah. And Devontae Adams is way better. And Devontae Adams is making less than Tyreek Hill. You're talking about, okay, so Tyreek Hill is going to play with the quarterback and Tua Tagovailoa that you already mentioned, and I agree, cannot really hit the deep ball very good. Whereas Derek Carr is going to utilize the shit out of Devontae yeah. Adams because they play together in college. They know each other. And you got Renfro underneath. And Plus Renfro you got underneath Wa- and Waller. Waller, yeah. That Raiders offense just took the place of Kansas City in that division. You're talking about Derek Carr taking the place of Patrick Mahomes. You're oh, that's going to tie into your, you're talking your Russ about question. Adams as Hill, and you're talking about Renfro as whoever the fuck the Chiefs are. Watkins. Yeah. I guess Watkins. Yeah. I love that Raiders offense now. I, I And they still have Josh Jacobs at running back. I mean, I love that Raiders team. Honestly, okay, while we're, while we're here. The AFC West, I think the Chiefs are the worst team in the AFC West. Yeah, they have the worst roster in the uh, so. pre-draft. Pre-draft, they have pre-draft. The worst yeah, that's a good point. Pre-draft, because like we said, they could draft one, two, three receivers and fix that core. Yeah, um, their O line solid. Don't get me wrong. It's, they fixed it last year. Let's see if it lasts another year. You but know their how defense O-lines is go. starting to become holy. The guys that they're getting rid of are key pieces. Yeah. So I mean. We're just going to have to wait and see, but I think the Chiefs are easily right now, and you agree the worst team well, roster-wise on paper in that division. So, yeah. Yeah. That was good football talk. So, Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams, what does that mean for the wide receiver free agent market? Didn't it doesn't mean anything. I sure? mean, they got overpaid. <clears throat> they did, but, like, think about – okay, okay. A better example. Who was that guy that went to Jacksonville? Oh mm-hmm. God! What mm-hmm. I don't even remember his name from the uh, Kirk from the Cardinals, Christian Kirk. Kirk. Yeah. Irrelevant. He's a number two receiver by nature. They're paying him like mm-hmm. a number one. 
but they don't have to pay anybody. They don't have to pay their quarterback so they can afford to do that just to get but talent in then, the building. Even then, these receivers are going to look at the deal that Kirk got. They're going to look at the deal that Hill got. They're going to look at the deal that Adams got. They're going to look at the deal that Robinson got. They're going to want paid. Odell yeah, they're all divas. Going to get paid. I they're mean, all divas. Dude, I'm just saying. Yeah, I think it means more than you think to the wide receiver market because those players are going to look at comparable players' salaries and say, I want more, and teams are going to bite, and then they're going to be scrapped just like the Dolphins are going to be scrapped after they're done with the rookie quarterback contract and they have that $30 million a year going to Tyree Hill. Yep. You do not want to get strapped with a wide receiver, with an overpaid wide receiver. Oh, overpaid quarterback? You could probably make that work. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, an yeah, overpaid yeah, yeah. wide receiver, bro? You're talking to someone that lived through the Julio Jones thing. Yeah. yeah that's I, true. I, I you're, understand. You're the most capable person of making that argument. So I get you, bro. I feel you, bro. Well, at least you never overpaid Roddy White too bad. But Julio, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I think we covered that. I think we covered that in detail as far as the Tyree Kill trade. I think yes. we got a lot of good football content there. So, actually, I kind of like this next topic better. Now that we're talking about Devontae Adams, let's just go on to that. So, as far as Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers' drama, I think that the drama subsided a little bit. It's not as relevant as it was the first few days. But I feel like Devontae Adams is happy as shit right now because he don't have to play with A-Rod and his drama anymore. And he gets to be with his buddy Derek Carr, whereas Aaron Rodgers is pissed because they still have not signed one fucking receiver for him. Yes, correct. So I think right now that trade, obviously the Raiders won the trade, 100%. But I also think that Devontae Adams won the trade. Aaron Rodgers is the one that's going to suffer because who's even left in the free agent wide receiver market? That's what we need nobody. to talk about. Who could the Packers even pick up? Nobody. Really? I mean, Odell? Yeah. Is Odell want to play with Aaron Rodgers or does he want to go play with Deshaun Watson? I would rather play with Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Honestly. Seriously. Yeah. Where's who are they even gonna get? Now this Scantley just went to Kansas City. And he wasn't even that good. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are they gonna do? Is he gonna throw to a fucking brick? Are they gonna put them fucking practice dummies out there on the field and let him hit the targets? <laughs> what the fuck are they gonna do a wide receiver? <laughs> They I don't think he cares. He got paid. Devontae Adams meant to that offense. He, he, Rogers just like Rogers wanted money more than his number one receiver that made him look good. Yeah, after after Adams went to bat for Rogers mm-hmm. multiple times, saying, "Oh, if Rogers leaves, I'm going with him." You know, it shows a player's personality when they get put in a situation like that. And I have lost respect for Aaron Rodgers in that sense because he chose money over winning. The recipe to winning was Devontae Adams. Every key scenario, every third down, every red zone, Devontae Adams was there. Devontae Adams would make the play. Who do you have now? I mean, like, he's the biggest choke artist, playoff choke artist in the NFL history. 100%. I mean, the only comparison I could come up with as far as to a, a prolific offense year in, year out, <clears throat> and then always losing the playoffs was Peyton Manning Colts. Okay. Okay. But Peyton Manning always had to go through Bill Belichick defense in his prime. You know? Rodgers doesn't have that excuse. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, he's the biggest choke artist I've ever seen in the playoffs. He just – and yet he wins MVP consistently. Because it's apparently more about the numbers than anything else. Right? Say what now? It's apparently about the stats more than there's anything else. 
Perhaps it's, yes. it's not about how valuable you are to the team because anybody can put up those numbers. Like they were talking, I forget what I was watching, but like last week or the week before, Aaron Rodgers, he takes a safe break. He cares more about his stats than anything else. He's the biggest stat pattern in the NFL history. He has to make himself look so fucking good when he doesn't play the game the right way. Aaron Rodgers just doesn't play the game the right way. You he want a guy uses to the grip the it, rip right it. You want a guy that plays like winning? Tom fucking Brady. Aaron Rodgers will never be, has never been Tom fucking Brady. It's just how it is. He's not mm-hmm. a winner. He cares more about individual stats. He's probably the most selfish person in the entire NFL. And now he's proving that point and point again by being like, oh, my God, I need to be the highest paid. And Devontae Adams can go somewhere else. He can piss off somewhere else. Do you realize that Devontae Adams just made you look good? He was your guy that you could turn to in any given situation. Now, guess what? Whoever you turn to is going to pull a fucking Deontay Johnson and drop the ball every time you throw it to him on third down. I mean, <laughs> the, the Packers are going to be the Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger of fucking Aaron Rodgers. Or uh, vice versa, Aaron Rodgers playing with Ben Roethlisberger. That is how that offense is going to look if they don't get an X-Factor player on that offense. I mean, they don't even really have a legit tight end threat. You know? No! Tanya didn't have a legit tight end threat. That's your goddamn sure. I mean, Green Bay... <sighs> They're a shit show. They're a goddamn dumpster fire. Ever since they drafted Jordan Love. Who's never turned out. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers was pissed. Now he's biting that whole organization in the ass. They're never going to have anything to show for the Aaron Rodgers era other than that one lone Super Bowl. That one fluke, Loki. Mm-hmm. The one fluke, exactly. But the Raiders are a football team. And they've shown time and time again, every time if somebody gets in fucking trouble, somebody steps up and they were a playoff team last year. Yeah. After everything that they lost, they were a playoff team. You throw in Devontae Adams? <laughs> Holy shit, I love that Raiders team. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now. I love that Raiders team. In that tough-ass division. In that division, they're going to need it. That's all you're going to say. <laughs> yeah. Motherfuckers are going to need it in that in the AFC West. I'll tell you right now. You're talking about Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, and Patrick Mahomes in one division. Holy hell. Agreed. Oh, my. That's a hell of a division, man. That's a, That might be one of the strongest divisions we've ever seen in football. Yeah, Period. ever seen. Ever. 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 I mean, oh, the defenses are solid. The weapons that they have on those teams, the quarterbacks, the, oh my, the running games. Austin Eckler, fucking um, Josh Jacobs, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and now Ronald <laughs> Jones over there in, 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 um, in uh, Kansas City. Uh-huh. And you're talking about Javante Williams? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, man. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that division's like... We thought the NFC West was going to be the strongest division, but then all of a sudden... Whoop. Holy shit. While we're talking about that division, one of your questions is uh, about Russ here. Okay, we can skip. Uh, is Russ the missing link for the Broncos? Well, and the we second just, part of that question we already covered. <laughs> loaded. We hit down there. I mean, they're fucking yeah. loaded. I mean, I'm going to put it to you this way. Wasn't Peyton the missing link to send him over the edge? Yep. I have no reason to believe Russell, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I have no reason to believe that John Elliott I mean, I don't do it again. Where they find, they just keep on finding pass rushers out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. But they fucking do it. Like, Jesus. You got I mean, you, already, you, you already talked about the Broncos' weapons, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're talking about 
you can already see from the videos that are getting posted on social media, Russell Wilson's connection with Cortland Sutton, which we knew was going to be very relevant. He's got Jerry Judy. He's got KJ Hamler. He rises up the ranks. I think he could be an amazing slot receiver out of Penn State. I think they still have Deshaun Hamilton from Penn State, too. Because the Broncos love drafting Penn State wide receivers. I think they kind of have a hole that's left there at tight end after Fant left. I would have loved to see him stay there, but they had to make they had to trade him to make that trade work. I think yeah. now they have Albert O, though, who's a good number two tight end, but I would have loved to see them get like an Evan Ingram instead of him going to I think he went to the Jets or, or the Jags. I would have loved to see them pick up Evan Ingram if they were gonna trade away Noah Fant, but facts. Mm. Facts, facts. I feel but like that's that's the one. Since when has has Russ ever actually really used a tight end though? They tried it with Jimmy G. They tried it with Olsen too. You're right. I guess it won't really matter with Russ. You have a good blocking tight end. That's all that matters because Russ yeah. has a lot of sacks. Yeah. Okay, but, I yeah. see that. And that O line. I mean, the Broncos O line is significant upgrade over the Seahawks O line. Majorly. I mean, Russ is going to look like Russ again. I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Last year, Russell Wilson was put in an impossible situation. Now you're giving him the weapons and the system that he needs to be a winning football court, a winning quarterback. He's Facts. already a proof, proven playoff performer. I mean, I couldn't have thought of a better person to put in 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 uh, Denver. And 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 question this as well. So, I think Russell Wilson is a more proven winner and a better fit in Denver than any other quarterback that they could have ever dreamt of. Better than Rodgers, 100%, because Rodgers isn't necessarily a team player to begin with. Better than Garoppolo. Better than anybody else they could have went after. Better than Matt Ryan. That was the fit. That was the oh, absolutely. link for the Denver Broncos to make it. And But, Loki, they gave up more than the Browns did, I think. Well, they did, but look at what you're getting. Has yeah. Deion Watson ever been a playoff performer? Has he ever won a Super Bowl? He hasn't had a chance to yet. They were a playoff performer when they had Hopkins. Yeah. And then the next year after that, in the offseason, they traded away Devontae. Mm-hmm. So, all uh, well, same I mean, uh, D- uh, D- uh, whatever. They traded away Hopkins. And then they opened up against Kansas City. You remember that game? I do. We, had a, we did a podcast. Yeah, immediately they, after they were fucking, yeah. Awful. I mean, awful. Yeah. I mean, straight up hot garbage. So, last episode of the podcast, you had an argument. I'm going to kind of use it against you now. Okay. Um, so, when we talk about Watson, um, I said that Watkins or <laughs> Watson, uh, his new DeAndre Hopkins is Amari Cooper. I'm kind of starting to take that back a little bit. I yeah. think that he doesn't have that true number one receiver that he can rely on in Cleveland. I think that he's going to need somebody like Odell Beckham Jr. in order to really feel the wrath of that offense. With that offensive line, that oh yeah, that'd be great. If and then if they could get Landry back on the cheap, I don't think that's gonna happen. But I think the Beckham. But you saw what Landry did, right? What did he do? He changed his agent because his agent was promising him big money in free agency. Oh boy! And nobody (laughs) was willing to pay him, so he fired that agent and went to another. Oh boy! (laughs) Because he always asked for a lot of money, even though dude mainly just plays slot, right? Yeah, he yeah. I mean, I still think Landry really was overrated from the beginning. I mean, I don't think he was ever a number one receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I when then when the, when the Browns got him, they were almost acting like he was their best receiver, and he could never be a team's best receiver. He's a better complimentary piece than he is a the guy. So I don't know. I kind of honestly, you want to hear something better? What's that? So completely honest, I don't think Beckham should go to Denver or sorry to Cleveland. I think that Cleveland should sign Julio Jones. I, think I was they just thinking that his career. If he could stay on the field. He can't stay on the field. I know he can't. But, I mean, just imagine if he comes healthy, come playoff time, and these motherfuckers are trying to make a run, and they have fucking Julio Jones and Amari Cooper. Dude. Oh. I don't know. Oh, it's going to be that running game that carries them more than anything, dude. Yeah, it always will be. But that's the thing is, like, does Watson fit? Does Watson really fit in Cleveland with the way that they run the ball and Stefanski? Oh yeah, is he gonna be okay doing oh, that yeah. Baker Mayfield role? You oh yeah. So? Otherwise, they wouldn't have gave up so much for him. Okay, if you think he fits, I honestly, I'm not really sure. I'm kind of skeptical. I still don't think Cleveland's. That I don't good. think he's fits in that weather. Okay. Or in that blue collar atmosphere of the city of Cleveland. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a better fit than Carolina. Or New Orleans. Okay, so you're saying out of the options that he had, it is a good fit, but in reality, it's not a perfect fit. It's not. What does it fit like a glove like Russell Wilson in uh, Denver? Right. Okay, I can see that. See, now I, I'm agreeing with you on that one, I, 100%. Uh, I just don't think it fits like a glove. I, I think that when they give up that much, like for a player, like you said, they give up more than uh, the uh, Brown- Broncos gave up for Russell Wilson, the Browns still have holes in their roster like yes they and they the, can't fill them yeah they have all that money going to watch it they were literally when they had mayfield were obviously the most stacked team on paper really yeah. in the league and then and he, they didn't win did <laughs> like, you see that report where watson said he had no idea about the contract until he already agreed to the browns and an agent called him about the contract i try not to look into that kind of drama i don't know what the fuck's going on there yeah he, he said that is at his uh team press conference you know his indirect yeah. introductory press conference i didn't even watch it because i was just pissed that they even went for him honestly <laughs> To be completely honest. Fuck the Browns. Fuck the Browns, man. Hey, if that's what they want to spend their money on, that just gives my Steelers a better fighting chance. Yeah. I mean, if they're going to have all that money tied up in Deshaun Watson, who I think is not near as good as they say he is, I mean, that's on that. I mean, I'm glad he's not on my team. That's all I'm going to say. Nah, you got Trubisky. You're going all the way. Hey, hey, I'm, I still think we're going to draft Kenny Pickett, dude. I really do. I think You all have to trade up, maybe. So... I could see Malik Willis, too. I mean, we're going to talk about Malik Willis later, but I could see Malik Willis fitting in really well with Pittsburgh's mentality. I think he could be a really solid fit in that Mike Tomlin offense. I mean, and your second question, your second little bulletin is... uh, What next for Baker Mayfield? Yeah. What is next for Baker Mayfield? Seattle. Another few, uh, like two or three years of running around in Seattle, getting sacked more than anybody else in the league. And then he's out of the league. Yeah. Is that what you are? Or goes to the XFL or the CF, whatever the hell the new one is. Okay. All right. If that's what you say, I'm saying he's going to Pittsburgh. And I'm saying he's starting over Trubisky. Oh, God. There goes your season, dude. No. Hey, hey. Honestly, let's, let's, let's be real here. Mitchell Trubisky is not better than Baker Mayfield. He's a better locker room guy. He's a better leader. 
He's a better role model. He, I will say he's more mature and a better role model. I'll give you that. But I don't think he's a better like, I mean, how, how many balls is, is uh, Johnson going to have to drop before Baker just walks up to him and slaps him? Just that's Will what Smith he needs slaps him. Be. Maybe that's what he needs. You can't do that. We saw what happened with Miles Garrett when he <laughs> tried to bash Rudolph's head in with a helmet. <laughs> I'm surprised Rudolph. Which, so by the way, that is the NFL equivalent to what happened at the Oscars. <laughs> Loki. It is. It is really. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, do you think Baker Mayfield and Seattle? I mean, hey, if they actually think they could build around him, I think. How I mean, y'all just been y'all need a y'all been investing in your O line. Yeah. Don't and bring Baker short ass like Baker in. Yeah. He, he, he Don't bring like short ass Baker the best line in football with the Browns. I yeah. Because the better, better your O line is, the taller they are, and Baker can't fucking see over them. The only O line that would have been better than the Browns was the Colts, and he was sure as hell not going to the Colts because the Colts are trying to win a Super Bowl with Matt Ryan. So well, I mean, Baker is the opposite of the culture yeah. of the Colts. Yeah, I agree. But here's the thing. Here's my only argument with that. Mike Tomlin will set anybody straight. He will make Baker a man. He will make him grow hairs on his chest and his chin. Baker I, th- I think if Tomlin were to actually person. step to Baker, you know, chest to chest, get in his face, mm-hmm. Baker would fucking quit. I don't think so. I don't. I really don't. I think Tomlin could set his ass straight. He could actually focus on football instead of being the Baker Mayfield that we know from Cleveland. I think he would change his entire persona. No, nah, because he won't Cause stop he making commercials. Because he knows it's his last chance. He knows if he fucks up, wherever he goes next, he's out of the league, like you said. He has to grow the fuck up in order to be an NFL quarterback, or he's going to go somewhere else. Like the Never happened for Cutler. Will never happen for Baker. I don't know, man. Rodgers still hasn't grown the fuck up. Yeah, I think we're just going to have to wait and see. I really I really just think we have to wait and see. Dude, I think could you no- imagine like being progressive and spending all those money? All the, all that money on all the, the, the there's like 16 different progressive at home with Baker Mayfield commercials just for him to be out after four years. Yeah. It's going to be worse than Johnny Manziel, man, because they invested so much in him. Yep. Johnny Manziel never had a team that the Browns put together to play on. Yeah. That's facts. for sure. I mean, facts. Johnny Manziel, at the, at, at, when it's all said and done, we might be saying Johnny Manziel was a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. I mean, honestly, honestly, Ugh. like it's going to be a good question to answer. But uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a very limited amount of spots for Mayfield. And I feel like, like you said, Seattle's the most reasonable fit. But I could see him going to Pittsburgh and Mike Tomlin setting his ass straight. I really could. I mean, let's be honest. So we'll just have to see what happens with the Baker Mayfield saga. We're going to be obviously following that for a while now because, I mean, it's long from, it's far from over. And Kevin Stefanski just wishes it was fucking over. He just wants to. Honestly, I'd rather see the Steelers take what does Baker make? 18 million? Mm-hmm. I'd rather see the, the Steelers take that 18 million. Pick up some veterans like Bobby Wagner mm-hmm. and Jadavion Clowney. Maybe even Calais Campbell. He's still a free agent. You think the Steelers are a playoff contender with Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback if they add more pieces? To the if your running game's legit with Najee, yes. And that defense, yes. Dude, we're going to be talking about a new Browns team then. 
you're literally going to turn the Steelers into what the Browns were with that badass defense and all them studs and that O-line. And that, uh, that Browns defense could never sh- shake a stick at what the Steelers yeah, have. I, I, I agree with that. I think they're definitely better, but I just still think it's the same Miles concept. Garrett has never, ever come close to what TJ is. Yeah. I love Miles, don't get me wrong, but you're right. I mean, T.J. Watt will always be superior. Because, I mean, like, look at all the, the free agents still unsigned. You got Bobby Wagner, Stephon mm-hmm. Gilmore. That'd be a good snack for y'all. Stephon Gilmore? Because you got nobody at cornerback. And then y'all that could draft a, a really, cornerback. a really good signing, yeah. I mean, OBJ would look great in black and yellow and get his revenge on the Browns. <laughs> I mean, I'm not opposed to it. We need some wide receivers. I mean, if you can't get your, your boy Jabril, y'all could sign the Honey Badger. I think we should just get all of them. Fucking spend it, Rooney. Fucking go after them. I mean, you got Julio Jones is still out there. He'll probably retire. I think he's going to wind up like Megatron, having to retire early because he's, he's too big. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Megatron had bad knees. Julio's got bad feet. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Clowney's still out there. Clowney would look good on the other side of TJ Watt in that black and yellow. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm not supposed to. But, but then I'm again, not... Calais Campbell with that oh, as strong but, as but he here, is. Here's, here's what I'm trying to tell you. You got J.C. Treader, Jarvis Landry, Melton. You don't need Melvin Gordon. Dwayne hey, Brown. We had Melvin Gordon already. But here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Or Melvin Ingram, sorry. Listen, yeah. so, so the Steelers aren't stupid. They're not going to trade for Baker Mayfield. They're not going to pay him what he's making. They said that if he gets cut, they will pounce on yeah, him. Yeah, I've seen that report. He's, they're, they're basically saying stupid. he's not even worth a sixth, a sixth, seventh round pick. Yo. No, he's not. But it's still a fucking gamble if you get him for free. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to get this motherfucker on a very cheap contract because he's playing up to Dude, that'd be season, the most humbling experience. If he signs with the Steelers and make le- makes less money yes. than Trubisky. That's what I'm saying, though. Mike Trubisky's making backup. Organization would change him. It was the culture that would change him. I just—he's not. I don't Antonio see him doing it. I think he'd rather go to the XFL or something. No, he's not Antonio Brown. He's not a diva. He is. I think he'd be willing to let an experience humble him to grow as a person, as a quarterback, to prove everybody wrong. Baker Mayfield still has that competitive heart that Antonio Brown never had. Yeah, that, that competitive heart to run from the cops. Oh. <laughs> I, I just I will never I will never stop loving Baker Mayfield. I think he's awesome. I think that when the Browns drafted him, he could have been that guy, the it factor. It just didn't fit with their culture and, and that they hated him after one fu- two fucking years. They've been hating on him forever since. No, no, it was really just this year. Like last year he took him to the playoffs. Dude, they were hating on him ever. I'm telling you right now, Browns fans were saying Baker Mayfield is the reason that we are not a Super Bowl contender. They were literally well, saying that, dude. Baker Mayfield was the reason that they were not a Super Bowl fucking contender. They needed that one extra piece at quarterback, that one extra upgrade at quarterback, and they're trying to win it with Baker fucking Mayfield. That was the weakest link on their offense is what everybody said. Because he's basically a Case Keenum. I don't know. That's what that's the comparison you used to make with them, but I don't know, man. Think about it. The the head coach of the Browns was the offensive coordinator for the Vikings. The year the Kansas uh, Minnesota Vikings went deep in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Tell me that isn't the exact same offense you witnessed with the running, the running, the little play action passes, and you had Diggs on there. Yeah, like yeah. Except Diggs, Diggs and Keenum worked. Odell and Baker never worked. It's very true. It's very true. So, Gronk is totally coming back. You know he is. His boy's back. Okay. Okay. Brady's out there recruiting. Okay. 
Rojo went to KC. <laughs> we already covered that, but I just feel like there's a lot that they lost there. Didn't they keep Godwin though? They did retain Godwin. Yeah, they they, they signed him. Signed so him. they have Godwin, Mike Evans, and then I guess if you want to put pen, a pencil in Gronk Wait, there. I don't see under free agent. Did uh, Ndamukong Sue? He left. He's a free agent, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I did not see anything about him signing. Yeah, I haven't either. SUE. What about JPP? I saw he was leaving too. I didn't see him signing anywhere yet. How the fuck do you spell Indomitian? N-D-A. Oh, fucking no. Oh, there it is. N-D-A. Nadamakong. No, no, no. Just type in non-disclosure agreement. You're good. Um, (laughs) He's a free agent. He is. Him and JPP still? Yeah. Low-key. Those are some other ones Steelers could load up on that D-line. I like JPP as a fit better than um, Nadamakin. He, he he turns the corner kind of like TJ. He'd be I a good substitution. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Sue in the middle there with Hayward. Uh, I mean, we get to steal them both. Fuck it. <laughs> but uh, talk about veterans. I mean, I really, I, I didn't even think to talk about those guys. I really wanted to talk about Bobby Wagner because. Originally, they were saying he was going to the Rams, and then they were talking he was going to visit with the Ravens, which would be a terrible fit. And yeah, I was talking with the with Chargers. A... Now we're saying Chargers are the dark horse to sign Bobby Wagner. Could you imagine what he no. could do with that defense? Could no. you imagine? Yeah. Oh, my God. Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, and Bobby Wagner yeah, with I was Derwin talking... James and J.C. Jackson? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was talking to a Ravens fan earlier today. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about they were looking at drafting that Davis boy out of Georgia. Uh-huh. The D-tackle that's like fucking great. Yeah. I don't I don't see him as a fit for the Ravens. Uh but the could D-tackle? you imagine? Yeah. Oh, big guy. Yeah. I don't really see it. They run that four six if they're not run- if they're not running nickel, they're running that four six. I don't like that. I think he needs to go to a three four team. Mm-hmm. Like the Patriots. Or the Chargers? Yeah. Could you imagine Mac Davis and Bosa? I mean, I would love that. I mean, yeah. Um, but there's no way they he drops that far to yeah. where the Chargers are. Right. But Bobby, I think just just because he's always been a West Coast guy, he needs to sign with the Rams, Loki. They need the, the help at middle linebacker. The mm-hmm. Chargers do need some help, but. Dude, I think that would be amazing. He's never really operated out of a three-four scheme like that. At least with the Rams, with Raheem Morris, um, uh, Morris, whatever. He would Raheem, fit right in. Yeah, he would slot right in. They, 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 they just find a way to make you work. Yeah, just like they did Ramsey. Yeah, like they could do. They could just go to his attributes, which with his yep. age isn't nowhere near in the pass protection game. It's all about his run, blo- yeah, uh, you know, his, his run, run stopping ability. Yeah, yeah, his tackling. His yeah, that, that, that's his where pull- he's. Yeah. That's where he's going to make his his biggest plays at his age and this point in his career. So I would definitely want to, him to go to the Rams and be a better fit. The Chargers are a okay. three four, unfamiliar to him. Okay, he's going to be asked to do a lot of pass protection, um, pass coverage, um, and I'm not going to like that for him. Not to mention they play in the division with Mahomes, where you have to have a spy out, and he's. He's kind of too old to spy, you know? Mm-hmm. And Wilson, where you got to have a spy. Uh, Carr, you don't really have to have a spy, but you still got to stop Josh Jacobs. Come on. 
Yeah, if we were talking earlier about the running backs in this division, I mean, you need – like, in that division, he if he did sign with the Chargers, he would have to try to tackle Javante Williams, who's probably the hardest running back to tackle already yeah. in the league um, other than Henry. And then you're talking about, you know – <laughs> oh, like we said, I mean, Austin Eckler, he's going to – I Austin Eckler's going to be on his team, but I just mean, like, talk about running backs in that division. Um, yeah. You know, Clyde Edwards, hilarious, tough to tackle. Like you said, Josh Jacobs. I mean, he's going to have to face these guys twice a year. So, I mean, it's going to be tough. Yeah. I mean, the Ravens, he might fit in their 4-6, but it's too cold. It's East Coast. Nah, I don't like him with the I don't Ravens. like it. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like the fit. Rams are the best spot for him. He'll 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 make more highlights with the Rams. They'll have him do what he does best more than asking him to do everything like he used to do in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you see any dark horse candidates going in there for Bobby Wagner? Mm, Oakland. Okay. okay. Well, I mean, sorry, uh, Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it's been, been like what two, three years? Jesus. <laughs> uh, Niners. I can see. Uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, play next to Fred Warner? Ooh, I don't know. Dark horses for Bobby. Steelers, of course. Yeah, Steelers are definitely in there. Not the Giants. Uh... Dude, what will we even do? We'd have to move Miles Jack back to outside linebacker. Because we'd have uh, fucking Bobby. Oh, yeah, y'all Devin did Bush. just get Miles Jack. Yeah, I forgot Bobby about Wagner, that. Devin Bush, and Miles well, Miles Jack, Loki, he's great in the pass coverage game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You could just move him outside a little bit and let him, you know, he could be their yeah. high end shit. Like, I mean, yeah. Miles Jack is the most athletic linebacker I can think of off the top of my head. I love that guy. Yeah. He's fucking awesome, dude. Um, no way the Saints. They ain't got the cap space. Mm-hmm. Carolina, maybe. No, he's not going to a shit team. <laughs> Don't kid yourself. <laughs> I mean, he played with Seattle forever. So yeah, but like, yeah, but bro, he's going to a he go, he's going to a good football team. He's not gonna go play for some garbage ass fucking Carolina Panthers. Team. Low key, he can go play with Barr in Minnesota. I would actually kind of like that Hendricks Barr and fucking Wagner, dude. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh my. Uh, he oh. could maybe load up with the Bengals. I could see that. I mean, he could play next to Wilson. I mean, load Wilson. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. I guess we'll just have to keep our eye out for Bobby. I mean, maybe the next time we do a podcast episode, he will have already signed. So, yeah. Let's just see. We'll um, see if we like the fit or yeah. don't like the fit. And then we can talk about it. I like that. Right. So, I heard you mention the Bengals. So, I guess we can move on to them next. I mean, we kind of already talked about uh, Armstead signing yes. for the Finns. So, as far as the Bengals' new look line, like, what does that change for them? They were already in the Super Bowl. Now they fixed their weakest link on their team. What do they look like now? They just got to hope their defense is the same as it was last year which was the surprise for me it was over yeah they played way better than what we expected them to play they got to sure up that back end they got to cut eli apple okay especially after that priest did you see that did you see that did you see that priest fucking pwn his ass yeah i think they already cut him yeah um they just gotta hope to stay healthy especially in that division that physical division Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I mean, t- I mean, it's a tough division. I mean, now you got to play yeah, Watson, they, Lamar Jackson, and Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, my God. They lost um that one receiver, the big dude who got hurt in the Super Bowl or the uh, AFC Championship. It wasn't There's Higgins. A, it was Uzama, right? Uzama, yeah. They lost Uzama, right? Yeah, he went to the Jets, right? Yeah. So, I'd, li- I'd, I'd like to have – basically, this is the – 
go outside. They, they went to free agency for the O line. The running back is decent. Yeah, Mixon's great. I like Mixon. Yeah, I, w- I would look to the outside, go wide receiver corner a lot in the draft, see what you could find there, priority wise. Yeah, because then you get another lo- wi- young wide receiver to team up with Chase Higgins and Boyd. I mean, you're stacked at wide receiver. Yeah. Because then when those guys come up for contracts, you know you got to retain Chase. So find some. Yeah, you have to for Burrow's sake. <laughs> Can we just like sign them to one contract together? <laughs> like a 10 year, $1 billion contract, and just, you know, whatever. <laughs> Burrow and Chase. <laughs> yeah. The I'll Burrow Chase deal. <laughs> they just share all the money. Yeah. Roommates <laughs> and everything, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Okay, uh, I like that. Okay, so yeah, the Bengals. Um, so moving on from that topic, what about the? We kind of touched on it. The Colts and Matt Ryan. Do you think the Colts have the opportunity, like the team, to make a run? I think you said that you thought they did with Matt Ryan. They, they can't win shootouts. They don't have the wide receivers. Okay. They have the draft picks and maybe get a wide receiver in this deep wide receiver draft class, like you said. But Drake London. No. Okay. But they're they can definitely win it all. They just have to win it like the Browns were looking to, and they have to stay healthy. Their defense has to stay healthy. The O line is just fucking astounding. You got even when they were getting hurt last year. Yeah, even when they were getting hurt, the O line was astounding. You gotta you gotta hope Taylor stays healthy. Mm -hmm. And. Matt, Matt's going to do what Matt's going to do. He's going to be a lot more calculating and precise than Wentz was. Okay. You're, you're not going to get like the, oh, shit, let's see if it's 68 yards down the field to get a pick <laughs> like Wentz did. Yeah. But And they're going to beat the Jaguars twice because Matt Ryan <laughs> owns the Jaguars. He owns the Jaguars. <laughs> I don't think playoff team just with that. <laughs> I, like yeah, basically yeah. <laughs> they repeat last season except they win the beat the Jaguars twice. They, they, <laughs> they're, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they're like second seat, right? Yeah, all right. But okay. um, yeah, because I think I think Matt Ryan's never lost to the Jaguars. Never. That's great. <laughs> oh, love now, it. as far as his replacement, Marietta. Yeah, that's gonna. Oh, help is that all you out. had to say about Matt Ryan and the Colts? I thought you were gonna buff him up pretty good there. Um, did that not? I said he's gonna be a lot more decide, a lot more pinpoint, a dissecting, and a whole hell of a lot more uh, dependable. Okay, all right, I like that. I'll take. It. I mean, he's gonna, he's gonna go through his progressions. He's gonna do do the system, especially now he's got protection. Oh my god, he's gonna have time to actually find shit, mm-hmm. and that leads me into Mariota. Mm-hmm. He's gonna help. Our uh, O line issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't really do shit about the wide receiver issues we got, but it is what it is. But I'm interested. I'm actually really interested to see what scheming with a mobile quarterback, hopefully, can still healthy, uh, mm-hmm. is going to do under Smith's system. Because you're talking about going from one of the least mobile quarterbacks to the most mobile quarterback. I mean, I think Lamar and Russell are mo- more mobile than Mariota. Ah, dude, I don't know. I mean, I think Mariota's pretty much as mobile as he gets. I mean, literally, you look up his highlights last year, every single one of them were a run play. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but they were physical runs, though. They weren't, like, 
<laughs> like the Lamar runs, yeah, you know, yeah. where he's just like outside. Do, 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 yeah. do, do, do. Yeah. Marietta's like, huh, huh, quarterback option through the fucking B gap. Yeah, yeah. He's like, as a, from the quarterback position, going through the B gap, hitting through a linebacker and pushing forward. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, he's, I mean, but then do you really expect him to make those same kind of runs when he's the starter? I mean, he was doing that because he was only in for a play. Yeah, game. I know, I know. I, know. Well, I mean, <laughs> but hopefully, the strength of pushing a linebacker back as a quarterback means that you're finally healthy. You know, mm-hmm. I mean. He was how his accuracy is for a reason. He was a number two pick for a fucking reason. Like his big issue in Tennessee was his accuracy, right? Yeah, I I guess. I mean, yeah, if you got a pin, I mean, he took him to the playoffs though. Yeah. Without him, that was before they had Henry. Yeah, they weren't even that good. Actually, uh, was Henry there? Was that Henry's rookie? I think it was Henry's rookie year. I thought maybe it was before him. I I, honestly, for some reason, I'm blanking on what year that even was. I yeah. just remember rooting for them hardcore and sitting in a fucking Red Lobster watching a goddamn Titans game. That's all I remember. And then <laughs> I remember going out of the state and then watching them in a fucking hotel room for the next game. Like, I don't know, bro. But, uh, yeah. Crazy. Now, as far as good old crab legs in New Orleans? <laughs> more of the same. More of the same. I think more of the same. I think the the Saints. New Orleans is going to be a dumpster. New Orleans is going to be a dumpster fire until they get under the cap. Yeah, they went so far over the cap for Breeze's final stand. That was nothing. And they just lost fucking Armstead, bro. Like, I mean, how do you replace that? Like, you you really can't. I mean, no, you can't. Like, they'll get a great compensatory draft pick, but. I think Winston's getting hurt again. <laughs> like, honestly, dude. Oh, and then it's Taysom Hill and Trevor Seaman time? Yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be more of the same. Like, almost exactly the same, honestly. Well, I think they still steal one from the Buccaneers, and that's about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I, uh, well, that defense ain't, ain't – mm, they lost a lot on defense. But... Yeah, they still got Cam Jordan. What, what else? I don't even know. Cam Jordan's overrated. He's definitely overrated, but he's one of their better players on defense, if that tells you anything. Yeah, and then you got Marshawn going to mug you and not get a P.I. call Lattimore. (laughs) Uh, I mean, he's a Jalen Ramsey wannabe and he'll never be close. That's really what it is. Oh, yeah. He reminds me more of uh, Josh Norman. You think? Okay, okay. Because of how physical he is or what? What? Because... He's just a cocky little shit that isn't that good. The next thing I was gonna say was, is it his attitude that's the thing? This is attitude. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, talking about the Titans, I mean, Mariota took him to playoffs. Tannehill took him to playoffs. I think they're hurting a quarterback now with Tannehill. But Robert Woods is in town helping out my boy AJ Brown, who's one of the best receivers in the NFL. With that LA. makes a shitload more sense than the Julio thing. I agree, hundred percent. He adds another element to that offense because Robert yes. Woods isn't as old as Julio, and he actually can like do like wide receiver, uh, like end arounds and random shit like that, where you can like get him the ball other ways and like add that next dimension. Helps out as like a decoy for Derrick Henry a little bit. I think he's actually going to really thrive in that system. Really, and not to mention you have a. Uh... Oh, they signed Austin Hooper too. 
Yeah, yeah, we talked about that in our AFC episode, bud. Oh, I didn't even Yeah, they got they were working on that offense. I just Dude, that's far down the list. By then, I was zoning out. I was like, that's what I said. That's why we can't do episodes like that. We got to do episodes like this where we stay in it the whole time, bro. Yeah, with Hooper, Hooper's a great vertical threat at tight end. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you got Woods, Hooper, and AJ. Mm hmm. That better take a shitload off Derrick Henry. It should. It should. It should. Basically, if if by midseason, Derrick Henry had – wait, how many games was it? It Six games and he got hurt, right? Yep. He had like 800, 600 yards. It was either six or eight. I know it was an even number. It was six or eight. He had like how many yards? He led the league for weeks after. (laughs) Yeah. Literally till the second week of the end of the season, I think. (laughs) If If you – if that, if by week six or eight, Derrick Henry has the same amount of rushing yards as he had last year, your system isn't working. Fire yeah, the offensive coordinator. They're yeah. using him too much. That's tenant, how yeah. you get hurt. They overuse Derrick Henry. Yeah. He's a big running back. You can't use him like that. Like, yes, he can be your workhorse, but using him for like 75% of your team's yards is not good. That is not good. He's destined to get hurt. I mean, oh my Lord. Okay, so yeah, I think that helps the Titans, like you said. I mean, now they have a guy that hopefully could stay healthy and be on the field for them and add that extra, you know, weapon to their offense that yeah. they really need with Tannehill being the Honestly, I just – something just clicked in my brain. Okay. And it's your last question about the NFL. Oh, go ahead. What if they trade all get, – get uh, – Get off of Tannehill and bring in Jimmy G. I love it. I, I love it. He's a better version of Tannehill, really, except he's less mobile. Less mobile, but yeah. better arm, better accuracy. Yeah, less mobile, but yeah, definitely better arm for sure. I, I actually signed... kind of like Garoppolo there, especially since Rabel has those, uh, yeah. those roots with the Patriots. I mean, I love that. I yeah. I think you're onto something there. I didn't, I haven't heard that rumor. I haven't time. at all. It just clicked. I was like, but Tannehill, if Tannehill fucks it up next year, what do you do? Dude, you gotta I literally get have not even heard that rumor. That's how crazy it is that you just said that. Yeah. That's literally the but that's a group. Great fit. That's a great fit. That's the best fit I've heard for Jimmy. For Garoppolo, it is. Oh my god! And it's basically what he's coming from with a heavy run game and pretty physical defense, which is what he had in San Fran. Dude, I love it. I love Love it. it. Oh my god! Jimmy Garoppolo to Tennessee. Oh my god! I can see it. I can see it now. I'm imagining. But there's nowhere for Tannehill to go. Okay. Except maybe the the Texans. I like. I think Tannehill would be an upgrade from Mills. I liked a lot. I liked. I liked the precision and sharpness Mills showed last year, but I think Tannehill will probably be an upgrade. I think they're convinced that Davis Mills is their starter, dude. <laughs> like honestly. I just think they're just gonna keep on tanking until they get like. Eight fucking first round draft picks. Well, if they want to tank, they should get Tannehill and move him back to wide receiver. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like something Bill, Bill O'Brien would have done. Yo, what the hell? Okay, who else? Where else? Yeah, let's get rid of Hopkins. Sign Tannehill as a slot wide receiver. Who the hell else could Tannehill go to? The the, the Cardinals if they were going to trade Kyler Murray to the Texans or what? Like I don't yeah. know. Mm, okay. Like where else would he even go? Would he go? Would they trade him back? Oh, to, to, oh, to San Francisco oh. to back up Trey Lance? Like, fuck, New, I don't New, know. New England. 
But they have Mac Jones. You can't or just... or Big Blue. The giant. Oh, I kind of like that. That's an upgrade over Daniel Jones. I actually they're both like they're both that. run. They're both mobile. You just solved the quarterback code. We're sending Ryan Tannehill to the goddamn Giants, and then we're sending fucking Garoppolo to the Titans. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the QB code has been cracked, ladies and gentlemen. Holy shit! I like shit. it. I love I like it. it. I love it. Oh my god. Okay, so while we're talking about quarterbacks, our last NFL talking point is here, and then we're gonna take an intermission. Malik fucking Willis. What is up with Malik Willis? What is the best fit for Malik Willis? He is showing out every single highlight you see online about Malik Willis. is just his fucking insane arm strength and his insane swagger. He would fit in perfectly with the Pittsburgh Steelers. But Atlanta, who could make a push for Malik Willis? Where does he go in the first round? What do you think? Give me your thoughts. Um, The first team on the board at number six is... Desperate for a quarterback. And that's the Panthers. Mm-hmm. But they just got done with the Cam Newton experiment. I think he would be basically a better Cam Newton. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he'd be a great fit in Atlanta. Okay. Sit behind Mariota for a year. And then go off. And then let Atlanta get a wide receiver weapon or two. Yeah, I mean, they won't with a mobile quarterback like that. You won't have to focus too much more on your O line. Uh, so yeah, it's like once you draft Malik Willis, it's all about wide receivers and defense, wide receivers and defense, dude. How is it that the Steelers and Falcons are always in the same spot as far as quarterbacks go? Like because we've had the oldest quarterbacks in the league, and and yeah, Roethlisberger, and now we're both like have a veteran that's like a fill-in for. It's just a changing of the guards, bud. It's It's, just changing of the guards. Yeah, it's it's a transition period right now for our for our squads. Low key, if 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 the Colts wouldn't have cut Peyton over his neck injury, Mm -hmm. and they drafted Luck, these past three years they would have been look. You know, you saw when Peyton retired. Yeah, you know. So that means like, what year was it? Who was the quarterback draft class for the year in which uh, Peyton Manning retired? Fuck, I don't know, dude. <laughs> uh, I'll look it up. I'll look I don't up. even remember what year it was that he retired because all the years kind of run together for me. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty sixteen. Okay. What the fuck? What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> All right, bro. Well, so Malik, we're saying that right. would be a good fit. Pittsburgh would also be a really good fit for Malik Willis. I mean, I, I could see Carolina taking him. Yeah. I can okay. See okay. This is going to be fun right here. What? What are we doing? Some hybrid theory with Peyton Manning? <laughs> Some multiverse of madness action here. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, in the universe where Peyton Manning never got cut by the Colts, but still retired in 2016. So, ideally, the Colts have been looking for a quarterback in 2016 draft class, right? Mm-hmm. First round pick, first overall pick, Jared Goff. Second round pick, Carson Wentz. Oh, my 
uh, second overall. They, that's <laughs> kind of funny that he wound up there. Um, uh, first round pick, 26 overall, Paxton Lynch, Denver Broncos. <laughs> I remember that motherfucker on Memphis. Holy shit. That's all the first rounders. Then you got oh. Christian Hackenberg. Oh, Penn State, baby. Get on the yeah. map. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett. Oh, God. Cody Kessler. Oh, Connor Cook. Connor Cook from Michigan State Spartans, baby. And then fourth round, Dak Prescott. Oh, how the fuck is Dak the best quarterback out of that draft class? That's he, insane. He is. That's fucking awesome, though. Because everybody was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, and dude. Dak fucking took Romo's job. Holy shit, dude. I love it. Yeah. And then everyone else. Well, Jeff Driscoll. But other than that, God. all garbage. That's amazing that Dak Prescott was. Oh my God, dude. Fourth round pick, Dak Prescott. Best quarterback out of that class, bro. Hell yeah. Get that money. Yeah. Get that paper, Dak. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Loki, though, like, what was it the year before? No, no, no. Uh, it's 2014 when Rosen happened, right? <sighs> Shit, uh, dude. The, all I know is that it was a fight between him and what? Was that the same year as Darnold? No, Darnold. No, Darnold was, was the same year as Josh Allen. Seventeen, I think. Okay, wait, whoa, whoa, wait. One of the years was Mayfield, Darnold, and Josh Allen. I th- I'm pretty sure that's seventeen. Okay, because the Browns took Mayfield, the Jets took Darnold, and the Bills took Allen. But the Browns were gonna take Josh Allen, and if they would have multiverse and madness, they would already have a Super Bowl. In my opinion. If they would have took Josh Allen instead of Baker Mayfield and built that team the same way they built that motherfucking team, they would have a Super Bowl right now. I'm sorry, Browns fans, but Josh Allen is a significantly better quarterback than Baker Mayfield will ever be or has ever been. That's just the cold hard truth. Just in his height. Not even his height. His just ability to make plays and his football sense and his football knowledge and his maturity and his leadership and his arm strength. Holy fuck. Dude, you talk as much as you want on Josh Allen. I still say Josh Allen is easily, easily a top three quarterback in the NFL, if not the best quarterback in the NFL. I love Josh Allen. Love Josh Holy Allen. shit. I'm looking at the 2015, just, you know, hypothetical. If mm-hmm. they would have drafted a quarterback in 2015, mm-hmm. sit behind Peyton for a year. Mm-hmm. You got Jameis Winston, one. And Marietta, two. Yep. Marietta, two. Yep. Dante Flower is three. <laughs> The edge rusher? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amari Cooper, Brandon Sheriff. That's the best one of the top five. Brandon Sheriff, yeah. Yeah. Leonard Williams, Kevin White, Vic Beasley. God, don't remind me. That was fucking bad. Oh, and then at 10 is fucking Todd Gurley. Oh. That's, that's a little early for a running back. Melvin Gordon's in there at 15. But that was the Rams, though. You, yeah. you know, St. Louis Rams. Trey Wayne's, Danny Shelton. Where's all the other quarterbacks? Uh, Bud Dupree, Shane Ray. Shane Ray was good when he first came to the league. Mm-hmm. I don't know whatever happened to Shane Ray. I never heard of him again. I Ooh. think he left Denver, right? Your boy Landon Collins. Yeah, he's out of Denver. Because Shane Ray was on that uh, Broncos team when they were really fucking good. He was one of them guys that would cycle in a pass rush. When they had Vaughn and D. Ware, and then they were cycling mm-hmm. in. Yeah. That's back when they had um what's his name from New England? Right? Uh who's in New England? Talib. Oh, keep Talib. 
Yeah, those are the only two quarterbacks I'm seeing in the in the 2015. Yeah, yeah, they had Chris Harris Jr. and Keep Talib at corner. They had T.J. Ward and Darian Stewart at safety. Yes, I'm doing all this off of memory because I loved that team so fucking much. The Peyton Manning. That was that was a Super Bowl year, right? Oh, rest in peace, deep uh, Demaryius Thomas. Let's just throw yeah. that in there anytime yeah. that team even comes up because that boy could fucking ball, and I just miss him already because that motherfucker was the most humble quiet just guy that would go out and do his fucking job and and come off the field you would never have any drama nothing to worry about got along with everybody dude Demarius Thomas is a world-class motherfucker dude if everybody was like Demarius Thomas we would have no fucking drama ever that dude was the spinning image of a professional like I love the way he carried himself bro like he was the perfect fucking example for some of them young guys oh. at that time to fucking look up to. Oh my god. He never got the recognition he deserved. That's my opinion. But anything else to comment about the NFL before we switch topics to take a little intermission break? Because I think we covered a lot of good conversation here. Yeah, yeah. We did a little bit of multiverse madness. Like Loki. We gotta throw that in there. We really gotta throw in the hypothetical shit and call it the multiverse of madness and hope that we don't get copyrighted. Because let's <laughs> call it into the multiverse. Into the multiverse. Fuck it, yeah. Into yeah, the multiverse. Fuck Doctor Strange. Because well, what started it was you were talking about Steelers and Falcons have been like always like, oh, best quarterback fits for yeah. this upcoming draft. Uh-huh. Steelers, Falcons. Changing of the guards. It's like I was talking about. Like if Pay- if they wouldn't have got off Peyton in twenty fourteen, mm-hmm. Yeah, because it had to have been twenty fourteen when uh Luck got drafted, right? Uh yeah. Sounds yeah. Right. So what could have been? Uh, who'd you rather have? Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Jared Goff, Dak Prescott. Who was the other ones for 16 that were garbage? Dak Prescott, 100%. I mean, no matter who you say, Dak Prescott's the best out of that class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When we come up to draft week, we got to do some of that multiverse uh, shit. Where into the multiverse, multiverse. Into the multiverse. Yeah. We got to do some into the multiverse and kind of like see like who the best players were out of each draft class. Because, like, oh, yeah. in a sense, like, Honestly, I had a theory that, like, the top quarterbacks picked in the draft are always ass. Like, at least more recently, like, in this era of football, like, other than, like, the OG motherfuckers that are uh, not that Hebert. <laughs> well, that's what – dude, this is my point. Hebert was a mid-first-round pick. Like, technically not not top, like, five or – Yeah, I guess he came from Oregon. Yeah. So, but that's the same thing with, like, Deshaun Watson – Patrick Mahomes, uh, fucking Lamar Jackson was picked at the very end of the first round. I mean, Russell Wilson was a second round pick when he was picked. Kirk Cousins, all the guys that are starters in the league right now weren't necessarily the highly regarded guys. Top three. They weren't top three. Except Joe Burrow. (laughs) Except Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow (laughs) is the only one that's proven my point wrong. But everybody else. Which everyone thought he was going to be a bust. Same with Mac Jones. Mac Jones, that's the thing. He was picked mid first round. Buster Chris is going to be a beast, dude. Mm Tom Brady's a spinning image, but Tom Brady's the obvious one to talk about. I'm talking everybody else. Kyler Murray, I would say he's a bust. To be honest, Kyler Murray's awesome. Ah. I love Kyler, but I would say he's a bust. He's not worth the first overall pick. I just don't think he wasn't a franchise-changing quarterback like they thought. They're still not good. (laughs) (laughs) And now they're going to move on from him, and he's going to end up somewhere else. Oh, my God. All right, but let's go ahead and go pee break. Come back, finish up the NBA. Yep. LB. Hell yeah. So this is a halftime, boys. 
We're going to hit two sports in our second half ep- in our second half segment, and then we're going to put an episode together. You get it out. Uh, you're out. more than likely going to do a little bit of NHL at the end. More Just than likely, I have a rant. More than likely, I have a fucking rant, Cody, and you're going to listen. <laughs> All right. As, All right as, as long as y'all take Tampa down, I'm okay. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. Let's go. Halftime. GDD. <laughs> 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 copyright. Copyright. <laughs>